0: So, you saw the title of this podcast and you clicked on it. And I'm pretty sure you thought to yourself, I wonder what kind of freaky, disgusting, nasty, kinky shit I could possibly learn today. And you know what? You are absolutely correct. But this podcast isn't just about sex, it's about things that I think are sexy. And who am I? Well, I'm your gracious host, The Only Letter, and we're going to talk about a variety of topics on this podcast, like uh, politics, religion, sex, and smegma. Yeah, we're going to talk about dick cheese. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And remember, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thanks. live. Welcome to the Oh That Sexy podcast. And I am your host, V, the only letter. Usually at this point in time, I probably would have had a guess, but uh, I don't. Uh, We're still in the midst of coronavirus. We're still in the latter stages of, I guess, stage one. I have no idea what's going on outside between the Uproar in our society for racial injustice. Um, People going back to school and coronavirus have no idea where we are. All I know is uh, we're alive. We can walk, some of us. We can breathe. We can move our arms. And that's a great thing. That's a great thing. So usually I would have had a guess here. But I don't. Uh, it's early in the morning. I just finished having uh, my coffee, and I'm starting my 30-day of sobriety. Don't worry. I don't have a personal issue. I don't have a gambling issue. But I did have a recent trip to Connecticut. Shout out to the Mohican Sun because they took $300 from me when I was playing blackjack. Still, fall not mine. And I wanted to get on here, and I wanted to talk about a topic that... um struck me uh with a lot of perplexity perplexity yeah i got the word right i think i did so it's a facebook so you know if you know me know how i go about this podcast i scour facebook and i like to look at different posts and some posts i agree with some posts i don't agree with some posts i find to be completely moronic other posts i'm like "Mm, it's just pretty spot on so, let's see if I can find it. Uh, so, I'm scrolling through. And I see a friend of mine. And the post, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to put the person out there. And I also don't want any type of um, backlash from putting a person out there. But anyway, so the person is anonymous. Um, but they post, dating Nem, be like, Missandry Monday. So I think they're trying to make a fun of misogyny. Um, let's start off. This is 16. There are 16 screenshots and they all have some type of a post uh, about dating men. Okay. Number one, if I had a boyfriend, I would simply love him in private because loving a man is embarrassing. Number two, just saw a girl on TikTok say that she's a foster girlfriend because she dates men until they find their forever homes. And I've been dying laughing for the last half hour because I've never felt so called out in my life. It's a little deep. Number three, something about a man needing glasses. Don't sit right with me. What are you even trying to see? The error of your ways, I hope. Number four, why do men snore? Aren't they annoying enough while they're conscious? Why must we suffer even while they sleep? Number five, do men just waste people time? Is that their job? Number six, what are men doing during this extra free time? Reflecting on their actions, I hope. Number seven, dude, Sorry, dudes be like, I'm sorry if you misread nine months of us talking and me telling you that you're perfect for me as me wanting to date you. Of course, everybody gets that wrong. Number eight, guys be like, I know a place then take you for granted. Number nine, men be like, yeah, my love language is manipulation. (laughs) Number 10, men be like, I know a place. And take you to the lowest point of your life number 11 <laughs> why do straight men reply with selfies why do straight men reply to selfies with the the googly eyes like i'm not replying because what you what do you want me to say back peekaboo What is this number twelve? The crazy ex girlfriend trope was invented by men so they never have to be responsible for the ways of their traumatization of women. I don't think that's a real world. Could be. Why do straight men pose in a pick? What the fuck? Why do straight men pose in pick? Are always pointing at another man next to him what is this hint what are you trying to tell us hmm i don't know why do men only have money the first two weeks you meet them that's a funny one i fucked with the the other ones i will get into that but that one's funny why do men always use women wearing makeup as an insult like bro go get you some you'll feel so pretty When I fill this up, I'll trust the man again. Uh, The picture seems to be a laundry bin that has a lot of holes in it. So I'm assuming she says when this fills up with water, she will trust the man again, which is uh, physically impossible. That's deep. That's a really deep one. Men are like, I love a girl who has confidence and then destroy it. We'll touch on that. Guys be like, you've been different ever since I disrespected you. Hmm. We as a collective have been traumatized by men with J names. Every day, I think men can't get more. Every day, I think men can't get more bottom of the barrel, but they find a new way to tunnel straight through hell. That's sexy. That is a turn on. That is a turn on. So the ironic thing about this, and I'm sorry if I, you know, misread some of these posts. Some of them are just absolutely hilarious. Um, the sad thing about this is that two posts above it, I saw someone else post, let's make men getting mental health help normalized. So this is pretty deep. So two posts above, it's a post of, let's see if we can get men some help mentally. Two posts below is a post of women and men talking about how traumatized they are By their dating experience. Now. I want to start this off by saying. There are very evil people out here in this world. I cannot. I'm not going to sit there and pacify that. There are very evil people out here. There are people who. Are manipulative. There are people who are. Extremely disruptive. There are people who have no self-esteem. There are people who have. No self respect for who they are as a person. There's no self love here. Okay. There are people who want to leech and scheme. They have been sitting by the bar and been drinking nothing but envy and hate. These people exist. I cannot, I'm not going to sit there and, 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 and lie and say that they don't. But at the end of the day, the only thing that you can control is you. The only thing that you can accept is what you allow. The only thing that you can permit is what you decide to permit. There are a lot of people who are in abusive relationships, and it is not your fault that the relationship is abusive. I don't want anyone to ever think in their mind that it is their fault that somebody' fault. God, I'm so New York. I don't want anybody to ever think in their mind that it is their fault that you're being abused. That's bullshit. No one should ever put their hands on you. No one. It doesn't matter. No one should put their hands on you. You shouldn't be verbally abused. You shouldn't be emotionally abused. You shouldn't be gaslit. You shouldn't be, um, what am I looking for? What's what's another form of abuse? I'm pretty sure you guys are screaming them out as I'm trying to find different different methods of, of, of abuse. Um, but no nobody should be subjected to that. But you got to understand, you subject yourself to it sometimes. Look at the person like a car. If you ever went car shopping, you do a shitload of research before you buy a car, right? You look up a couple of cars that you want to see. You have your price range, which is really important. That's a good metaphor. You have your price range of what you can afford. Now, some people would like to go out there and afford buy something that they know they can't afford. And some people are smart enough to know, listen, I have this much, but I'm trying to save this much. There's a plan in the future. All I need is a little bit of a pick me up to get me from point A to point B. And I got to do what I got to do. Right. Boom. Look at the person that you're dating as a car. And you're going car shopping. You have to start to analyze how much is this car worth? How many miles has been used on this car? How much damage is into the engine? How well kept is the car? What's the interior like? Does the GPS work? Does the gas work? What type of gas does this car need? Is it high maintenance or is it just regular? You have to look at the relationships and not just romantic relationships, all type of relationships like a car. Here's the thing, you can't invest in a car that's not going to work. You're gonna have to change the engine and that's very hard to do. Apply that to a person. You can't change the engine of a person. That's very hard to do. Except for the person to change that. You don't have the authorization to do that. You can pump all the money into the car that you want. You can just try to fix the brakes here. Apply a little bit of oil there. Can't change it. You can change the timing belt. You can pay for a new timing belt, but if it's not on their time, it doesn't matter. Can't change them. That whole post is absolutely correct. The whole post, all sixteen of them, boom, absolutely correct. Especially the 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 water bucket one, the one where the girl said the laundry basket one, when she said when that thing fill up. That's when she'll trust the man, And you know what happened? She didn't know how to buy a car. Nobody told her on how to shop for cars. Nobody told her that, you know, when you drive the engine and it makes a certain clink, that can mean something. Nobody told her to check the PSI on the tires. Nobody told her to change the oil every once in a while. Nobody told her that. She went to the dealership. She saw a pretty car. She said, I got this much money. She threw it at the car dealer and she drove off. She didn't plan for the future. She planned for the now. Guys, you got to be careful about who you pick up. And trust me, it's hard. It's hard. Because you want to like somebody and you see so many red fucking flags all over the place. You're just like, damn, but I really want to like this motherfucker. I really want this car to work. I like the body of the car. I like the way that it's shaped. I like the way that it feels. The handling of the car. Man, when you drive it, it's like me in the car one, And it's not. You have to make executive Decisions, and sometimes executive decisions requires no emotion, pure logic. Vulcan logic. The car has this, 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 and this. This car cannot perform to this capability. And you as a buyer have to make sure, are you able to handle that car? Let's be honest, man. I see a lot of people go out here and they buy Mercedes-Benz and BMWs, Camaros. That's a big one. Porsches. Beautiful, beautiful vehicles. Beautiful vehicles. Can you afford it? Can you afford the maintenance for that? Can you afford the upkeep? Are you are, are like, you know, can you afford that? And if you had the money to afford it, would you want to do it? Would you want to deal with the headache? Every month taking it to the dealership to get this thing checked out. It requires a lot of maintenance. It requires a lot of time, a lot of patience. People are too busy trying to rectify a situation then step back, analyze it for what it's worth, and then think about the cost of being in it. No one takes a step back. No one takes himself out of it. And it takes usually some type of relationship to break down into fragments for you to sit back and put the pieces together and realize I fucked up in 17 different places and no one stopped me. You get caught up in a gamble. That's how I lost my 300 motherfucking dollars. You get caught up in the transactional process and you get caught up in the driving process that you don't even think about the car. You don't even see the, the red flags. You don't even see the oil sign. Fuck. You see the check engine light, and you're just like, no, 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 I already know what it is. The timing belt. I'm going to just keep on rocking with it. When I get some time, I'm going to get no motherfucker. It's not that. The cylinder is broke. The camshaft is out of place. Your sensors are fucked up. And you're dropping the ball. Do I feel sorry for those individuals in the post? Absolutely. I feel sorry that they met people that took advantage of their spirit. I feel sorry that they met people that took. That made them feel lower than who they are. Because I'm pretty sure they're awesome people. But there is a sense of responsibility. Responsibility. You have to know what car is meant for you. And that's hard. I'm not saying this as if I am on a platform where I have perfectly secured the best car for me. No. I haven't. I have not. I have a car that works. Works pretty good now. I don't know what it is in the future, but I know I can manage the risk. You gotta find a car that works. And you have to make sure that you maintain that car. My father, God rest his soul, always said, if you take care of a car, a car will always take care of you. But you gotta find the right car for you, you know what I mean? And so, it's funny how It's funny how you can see on one spectrum that men need emotional support to help them be I guess upstanding human beings and on the same turn can be ridiculed and demonize as people who are scammers and uh, sick individuals that take away the joy of people. I, f- I find that so funny that that's a, th- that's a thing, that's a thing. But um, I say that to say not all people are bad. I just think people make bad choices. And when they don't see their errors in their ways, they don't take the time to really rationalize why they made the choice that they made. I don't. Again, I don't want to come off and saying that people deserve to be abused. People deserve to be this. People deserve to be that. Somebody hit you. They're going to hit you again. Somebody disrespects you. They're going to do it again. Somebody. Um, mentally drains you they will continue to drain you if you do not put a stop to it and if they continue to do it and you continue to rock with them because you know you want to give second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances you have to see you have to see if they have the dexterity to change You gotta see if the car performs better When you put money in it That is your only true sign That we can move to A place where True conversations can happen Oh Before I forget Drink of the episode Coffee Folgers In your cup That was very random but I was I was just I was just looking at this uh, this bottle of whiskey, and I thought to my mind I was like oh, I didn't say the drink of the episode coffee. Um, with a little uh, French vanilla, creamer. So. For now on, please, guys, when you're going shopping. And you're looking, you're dating, and you're having a great time. And you're you're in, even if you're not even dating, if you're just entertaining friends, inter- entertaining relationships, people, gent people, just people. Look at everyone like a car, and apply the logic of learning how to find what is a good car from a bad car, and apply that to people. And I'm pretty sure you will get resounding results. I'm pretty sure you will you're gonna get it there's nothing to worry about you're gonna get those type of results so I'm gonna sign off I like this I think I'm gonna do these little one-on-one little uh, monologues these are pretty good I could fuck with this um, you guys can catch me on all platforms now yes I am available on all platforms Apple Spotify Google Podcast SoundCloud. I'm available. Um, please like and subscribe to my Facebook and my Instagram and my Twitter. I would love to talk to you guys outside. Go to all oh, That Sexy Podcast. You can type it up. You can see me on Twitter, on Instagram. Please, guys. I want to build this fan base up. I want to make my fan base stronger. I want to connect with you guys. I want you guys to talk to me. Tell me what's going on. How are you guys dealing with Corona? You know, I just don't want to go through my Facebook feed and just start seeing like, you know, some of these toxic posts. Some of them we got to talk about. But, you know, I want to see I want to see you guys. I want to I want to I want to I want to understand you guys. I want to feel you guys. Um, I love you all. Please stay safe. Have a great day. And remember, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than if it's me. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the All That Sexy podcast. Again, I think I said it. I'm pretty sure I said it. It doesn't matter. You guys love me anyway. You can find me on all social media platforms at V T H E. O-N-L-Y-L-E-T-T-E-R On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter You already know all that shit You can also follow the podcast On the same social media platforms And tune in every Tuesday for new episodes New insight, new intellect And of course new debauchery On da SoundCloud Links will be posted to all respective platforms I love you all from the middle of my heart Like right at the left atrium Like in that little area That's where I please like share and subscribe and remember stay sexy